0: Hello everybody and welcome back to the Honesty Podcast, the show where we spill the tea on all of life's issues and of course we keep it honest over here. This is your host AJ and on today's episode we are discussing something that really impacts all of us and that is the inner dialogue that we have with ourselves. The Jekyll and Hyde if you will or the angel and the demon or however you want to categorize it. I felt like this was an important topic to discuss because this is something that has impacted me on a, on a profound level and it really impacts all of us. And it's really that dialogue that we have with ourselves, that duality between doing what you wanna do and doing what you need to do. So we'll kind of jump into that a little bit later but i wanted to start with the jekyll and hyde comparison because that's what this episode is called so for those of you who are unaware i mean i think most of you probably know the story of dr jekyll and mr hyde but for those of you who don't um quick synopsis about what that story is so There's a scientist by the name of Dr. Jekyll who was very well liked by his community, very intelligent, bright man who basically wanted to live out not only his fantasies, but his, you know, he wanted to explore the deeper parts of him or like the parts that he wanted to hide from the rest of the world. And the way that he was able to do that was by creating this alias which was Mr. Hyde. Now the way he did that was that he took this potion at night and when he took this potion it turned him into Mr. Hyde who is this evil sinister being that murdered people and just did terrible things. <clears throat> now the community around him they didn't know that this was the same person. You know, they knew about Mr. Hyde and Dr. Jekyll but they thought they were two separate entities, but um obviously, at the end of the, the end of the story, they find out that Mr. Hyde and Dr. Jekyll were one of the same. Now, the story is pretty interesting because I think the author wanted to discuss the duality between good and evil, primarily, that every human being has a good side and an evil side, or a side that they portray to society. Um, but it's not really maybe their true self or what they feel like they are uh, internally. Now, I personally look at the story a little bit differently. And I think this can be interpreted in multiple ways. But the way I look at it is the difference between people wanting to do what's comfortable versus wanting, you know doing what they need to do. So for instance, I've realized in my life that most of the things that I do or, or have done, I do because I want to do, or I do it, or I would, you know, choose the path of least resistance, right? I take the easy way out. And I think for a lot of my life, that was the case. And and it hasn't really been till probably the past few years that I've realized, hey, I need to like I need to do something that actually challenges me, even if I hate it, especially if I hate it. And we'll get to that in just a second. Now, I almost look at that as like Dr. Jekyll, right? Dr. Jekyll is this really good guy, really nice, smart, intelligent, everyone loves him. I almost interpret that as that comfortable side of you or that the angel on your shoulder that's the part of you that just tells you like, hey, you're okay, don't worry like you you you're doing great you know good job give you a pat on the back every time um, that something happens in your life and that's the part of you that wants to keep you safe and protected and Honestly, that's the part of you that will stunt your growth. That is the part right there. Because then you have this other side. There's this, the Mr. Hyde. There's that, that voice. And for anyone listening to this, I'm sure you can, you can resonate with what I'm saying here. But there's that voice internally that just says, hey, you're not doing enough. You need to do more. You need to do better. Hey, is that really the best you can do? I know you could do more than that. And only recently have I really paid attention to this voice because for the longest time, I would just try to ignore it, try to ignore it and pretend like it wasn't even there. And it came to a point where anytime I didn't do something that I knew was good for me, I would always regret it after. Not doing it, I would always regret not doing it. So I'll give you an example. So waking up early, like before I need to wake up, I actually, for anyone knows me, I hate waking up early. I hate waking up early. I am a night owl. I like to stay up late, wake up later. I love having that time for myself, and usually that is at night. So waking up early is just the worst. I hate it, and anytime that, that alarm clock goes off at 5 a.m., I'm just like, please, I just want to go back to bed, please. Especially if I don't have to be up at that hour, that's the hardest part. Now, if I have to work... Let's say I, you know, for the longest time I was a personal trainer working full time, I'd have clients as early as 5 a.m. So for them, I just had no choice. I'd have to wake up really early. But the the current position I'm in, I do not have to wake up that early. So I actually find it even more challenging now to wake up earlier than I need to wake up. But I know that in waking up that early, in waking up that early, I will be able to accomplish a lot more in my day. So I'll be able to get my reading done, my meditation done. I'll just really have my time in the morning to peacefully make my breakfast and just collect myself before the day starts. So I know that waking up early is actually a good thing for me in all those uh, respects. But when that alarm clock goes off at 5 a.m. and I'm laying in bed, and I don't really have to be up to like eight, let's say. And I'm just laying there and I'm, I'm just dreading it. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, please. Just let me go back to sleep. Like, Let me just snooze it for like 10 minutes and then I'll be good. And pretty much 10 times out of 10, that does not work. Anytime I decide to go back in the bed and snooze, I am going to stay asleep until the last possible minute. So it, it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting thing, but there's going to be resistance either way. There, there's going to be resistance if you don't wake up uh, at the time that you want to. The, the resistance is going to come later in your day where you say, damn it, I should have done that. Why didn't I do it? Why didn't I do it? Oh, my God. Like, I just I can't stick with anything. I suck. You're gonna have a worse time later in your day than if you were to just wake up at the time that you were supposed to wake up, because yeah, that's gonna be tough, but guess what? after about five to ten minutes, once you're actually awake, you're good to go, and you're gonna have better self esteem and and confidence in yourself just from doing that so it, you know it, it's such an interesting thing. I always feel like. Dr. Jekyll is who we all are we are all that quote-unquote that good side we all want to want things to go perfectly and smoothly in our lives but Mr. Hyde is right there behind you always tapping you on your shoulder just letting you know hey we we need some challenge here we is that really is that really all you got like I know you can do more you know why are you taking the easy way out quit being a little you know A little b Like I always. It wasn't something that I always understood. But it's something that I'm realizing now. How important it is to listen to that other voice. Because that other voice. That's the voice that's actually going to help you grow. And is going to help you achieve new heights in your life. Doing the things you don't want to do. Is what's actually going to help you elevate. And. I heard something the other day that really stuck with me. It was, I might be paraphrasing, but it was along the lines of, if you want to elevate in your life, it's going to require you to do things that you've never done before. So I'll reiterate that. In order to elevate in your life, it is going to require you to do things that you've never done before. So what does that mean? That means that you're going to have to go through some challenges. You're going to have to force yourself to do things you hate, things that you despise, just so that you can reach that next level. So for me, like I mentioned, waking up early, I hate doing that, but I know it's good for me. Uh, You know, some of the workouts that I do, they suck. Anyone who knows me (laughs) and my workouts... My workouts can be kind of crazy. Um, I like to do things that are just mentally challenging and stimulating. Of course, I'm into my my strength training and functional training, but you know, some days I'll I'll just see how many burpees I can do in you know a certain amount of time, or I'll go for a really long run, or um, I'll do another type of uh, like a a hit workout or something that's like pretty crazy. And sometimes people will be like, why, the, why are you doing that? Why the hell are you doing that? I'm doing that because I hate it. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm do- I don't like doing that. Like, I don't like doing 100 burpees or 250 burpees for time. I don't want to do that. It sucks. But I'm doing that because I don't want to do it. And I know that that is going to challenge me and elevate me in a way that is, is just different. Also, cold showers. I take like ice cold showers in the dead of winter. I hate doing that. I don't want to do that. I want to take a hot shower, especially if it's cold outside. I don't want to do that. But I do it to challenge me mentally. So, all these, a lot of these things that I do, I do because it's going to elevate me in a way that I wouldn't get if I just did what I wanted to do because really to be honest with you what i want to do if you ask me what i really wanted to do in my day or in my free time aj what do you want to do you know what i want to watch some tv i want to just like sleep and you know maybe maybe get a workout take another nap um just maybe you know go out get some food and yeah just pretty much watch YouTube. I could watch YouTube all day, honestly. And if you're asking me, what do I want to do? That's what I want to do. But I know that if I do that and I just choose the path of least resistance and I do what I want to do, that is never, ever going to get me to the places that I want to be in my life. It's just never going to happen. So what do I do with that? That means that I have to do or integrate things that I hate doing or I don't want to do, but I know will have a positive impact, impact on me later in life. Another one of these things that I've had to cultivate is reading. Um, if you ask my family, uh, they'll tell you, I hate reading. I just, I don't have the capacity for it. I just sit there. I get bored very easily. I don't get really stimulated like that quickly when I read. So I just, I have a short attention span and for years I didn't read. I mean, I didn't read books even in high school when we were, we were forced to read right for English class or whatever. Anytime we were given a book, I would spark note everything. I didn't read it. I don't even think I read one book in high school, maybe one, but that's it. I don't, I just spark noted my way through everything. And anytime someone would ask, like, oh, what did you think of this book? I was like, Yeah, the Spark notes were great. Um, it told me everything I needed to know. But I just always took the easy way out. I didn't, I didn't want to do the work. And later, later on, probably after college, shortly after college, I decided that I was like, you know what? Reading is a good thing for me. And it's gonna stimulate my, you know, my brain in a way that I'm not gonna get from obviously watching youtube all day. So, I had to I had to integrate it into my life. I had to figure out how to do it. And first of all, I had to find books that I on topics that I was interested in and I had to do it. And my habit initially was one page a day. That's what I what I did and it actually worked really well. And in the past I'd say 5 years I've read more books than I have read in the previous 25 years of my whole life. So just from that simple habit, I was able to expand on a habit that minuscule. But it it is really interesting when I think about that. And even to this day, there are a lot of times I'm like, I don't feel like reading right now. But again, I do it because I know it's going to be good for me. So I just force myself to do it. And I think what has helped me with doing the things I don't want to do is acknowledging how I feel first. So, for instance, taking taking an ice cold shower in the middle of winter. The thought comes into my head. And then it's followed by This you know, just utter disgust and despising what I'm about to do. And I say, oh, my God, I have to do that? I don't want to do that. So first of all, I acknowledge that I don't want to do it. I always acknowledge that because I used to think that, oh, in time, you know, you're going to love it. You're going to change. Like, no, I still hate it. Um, I don't love it. So I always acknowledge that I don't want to do it. And then I, and then I say, okay, well, I don't want to do it, but if I don't do it, I'm going to regret it later because I'm going to say, I should have done it. And so then I just do it and I just bear it. I just tough it out. And then afterwards I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like I did that. That's great. Like, you know, I could have taken the easy way out, and I didn't. And I think this is more than just taking a cold shower. I mean, you know, this is about strengthening your mind in a way that is going to provide you with so much value later in life when things get difficult. It's really just preparing your mind and training yourself to deal with struggle in life because struggle is inevitable. We all go through struggle. We all go through different types of struggle. It may not look the same for all of us, but we all go through it. And what these things do for me, at least, is they help prepare my mind for when things get tough because things are going to get tough. And guess what? What are you going to do if you haven't built the tools necessary to deal with them, you're not going to be able to deal with it when it comes. It's kind of like when people talk about motivation. You know, beginning of the new year, New Year's resolutions, everyone is full of what? Motivation. Oh man, I I want to get fit again. I want to lose, you know, I want to lose 30 pounds. I want to get ready for the beach. I want to get in the best shape of my life. Everyone is highly motivated. They want to they get these goals. And it's easy to do something when you're motivated. It's easy to do anything when you're motivated. You can, you know, you, literally uh, you feel like you're in a movie, like you're, you're the protagonist and you're, you're just out there and you're conquering the world and like everyone's cheering for you. That's what it feels like when you're motivated to do something. But what happens with motivation, it comes and goes motivation is not an everlasting feeling. So what are you going to do after month one, or forget even month one, after two weeks into January and you've had a long day at work and the last thing you want to do is work out. What are you going to do then? Well, what most people do is they just call it. They say, uh it's uh, it's, um, it's been a long day, you know. I'll just go tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow comes. You know what? I I have a happy hour with my colleagues. You know what? I You know what? It's Friday. I'm going to enjoy the weekend. I'm going to start on Monday. Monday comes. Oh, you know, I um I didn't realize I had to meet this deadline by Wednesday. So what happens is you're going to keep postponing it. And after some time, you postpone it long enough, you're just never going to do it. It's just never going to happen. So what do you do when the motivation dies down? That's when you have to, that's when the motivation goes away and your drive and your willpower has to kick in. And if you don't work on that willpower, with things like, you know, doing things you don't want to do or, you know, making a daily practice of it. You're not going to just suddenly flip a switch. It's just not going to happen. So I always like to point that out, you know, motivation is fleeting, comes and goes. And if you're relying on motivation to reach your goals, and it doesn't have to be a fitness goal. It could be any goal that you set for yourself. If you rely on motivation to reach that goal, you're never gonna reach it. You're just never gonna reach it. Cause motivation is a nice thing, but it just, it's not a thing that lasts. So that I think has been a very pivotal thing for me in my life of understanding how to <clears throat> maximize my in, that internal dialogue in a way that is productive, and consistent. That's the biggest thing. Consistent. It has to be every day. So I have a daily practice that I have to do something every day that I don't want to do. Just something. It doesn't even matter what that is. But if I have an idea in my head and I say, oh, I don't want to do that, that, that becomes a light bulb for me where I'm like, okay, then I have to do it. When I realize I don't want to do it is when I say I have to do it. So I always acknowledge how I feel. And that is important. Always acknowledge how you feel. You know, you can't, you know, a lot of times people say like, oh, I love to do this. I love to do that. And that's another thing too. If you love to do something, it's not going to stimulate that growth and that willpower that you, that you want. It's good to do things that you love. Of course, I'm not saying that everything has to be a struggle and difficult all the time. No, of course, enjoy your life. Like Life is here for us to enjoy as much as we can because we're here for such a short time. So enjoy your life. And of course, make time for yourself to do fun things and to be around the people you want. Like I'm, I'm not saying that that's not important. Of course, it's very important. Just make sure that within your day and your days you're at least carving out some time to challenge yourself and to, and to make yourself do something you don't want to do that's actually going to elevate you because it's a compound effect. Yeah, you could do one thing a day that you don't want to do, but guess what? It compounds over time. And the more you do it, the stronger your willpower is going to be and the better equipped you are going to be at handling life's struggles. It's just going to happen. And I, even for me, I've already been seeing this happen. Um, having put all these things into practice over the past few years and I, and I understand that I'm going to have to keep it going. It's, it's something that you're going to have to keep doing. You can't just say like, Oh great. I had a really great year. Now it's time to chill. Like if you take your foot off the gas in a car, you're going to come to a stop eventually you have to keep your foot on the gas. You have to, you have to keep the car moving. And that's really the same thing that you have to apply for your life and for yourself. And then there's this, and I'm going to leave with this last point here. A lot of times people say that they, you know, either you grow or you plateau, which is actually false. If you're not aiming to grow, you're actually declining. Because as time moves on, and you are just staying the same, you're actually getting worse. Because if you're the same that you were five years ago, that's bad. You should be getting better. You should be improving in some area of your life every year. This is a never-ending process until the day you leave this earth. Or that should be. The mindset. And it's really all depending on what you want out of your life. But I feel like for the majority of people, they want something more from themselves and they want to do better and be better. And in order to do that, it's going to require you to go through some struggle because that is going to make you tougher and better. So yeah, so thought I would leave you all on that note. Keep working towards your goals. And remember, it's going to be hard. It is going to be hard. Your goals should be tough. You shouldn't set easy goals. You should always make sure that the goals that you set are difficult. Because that, again, is what's going to help you in that maturation process. So, hope you all keep grinding out there. And demanding more of yourself, and working as hard as you can. And and remember, it's not, I don't want to say it like this because it's not about the destination, it's the journey. Right, we've heard this before. But you should be more proud of the work that you're putting in rather than the result that you get. And that's something that I try to live my life by. I actually realized a while ago, I don't really care that much about, the actual things that I achieve what I care more about in my life is being proud of the work that I have put in to get there that's actually the thing I value the most more than the actual thing itself so anyways keep that in mind keep doing great things keep persevering and until the next time you sip that tea